The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick It's your Tuesday, June 8th edition. Hope you're ready to good Monday. Three games. A couple are still wrapping up here as we talk. Told you it was kind of a slow whatever evening, and we have a big one for you on Tuesday. We got a big one. 15 games on Tuesday. Every team in action, at least to start with. Watch the weather in this one. We'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, you can check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you have any other questions, hit me up on Twitter or in the Fantasy DJ Slack chat. It is free. Also, my written content at rotobar.com Monday, Wednesday, Friday is premium. Join the premium package for the rest of the season uh, for at least $69. And if you use promo code Bubba, you get a special discount on top of that. Uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have the free DraftKings columns. So make sure to check that out on Tuesday over at rotoballer.com. Also, if you give a rating and review on iTunes of the podcast, MLB DFS Quick Hits, I would truly appreciate it. If you're into PGA DFS, the always pressing PGA DFS podcast with myself and DFS Golf Gods, Previewing the Palmetto Championship has dropped, so go check that out. Always pressing PGA DFS podcast. And last but not least, for you season fan- season long fantasy baseball people out there, the Benched with Bubba podcast. Two episodes this week, Tuesday night, recorded with Vlad Sedler at Roto Gut, the legend himself. And on Thursday, a nice one with MLB moving average Big John Stud. So big week at uh, Benched with Bubba. Some good stuff coming your way. But you're here for some MLB DFS quick kicks action. 15 game slates. We'll get you in, we'll get you out. Let's talk about some totals on this game. Atlanta Braves, Philadelphia Phillies, eight and a half. Dodgers, Pirates, eight. Mets, Orioles, nine. Rockies, Marlins, seven and a half. Astros, Red Sox, 10. Brewers, Reds, eight and a half. Mariners, Tigers, eight and a half. Nats, Rays, seven and a half. Giants, Rangers, eight and a half. Yankees, Twins, eight and a half. Jays, White Sox, eight and a half. Indians, Cardinals, seven and a half. Royals, Angels, nine. Diamondbacks, Athletics, eight and a half. Cubs Padres, seven and a half. So not a lot of high totals, surprisingly, on this slate. I get like one or two nines in there. The rest are below nine. And it makes sense because we have an evening of aces on our hands. But watch the weather. I will say that much. You have Mets, Baltimore. It's around 25% chances of rain. Atlanta, Philadelphia, 30%. Dodgers, Pittsburgh, 30%. Milwaukee, Cincinnati, 20%. Houston, Boston, 30 to 40%. Seattle, Detroit, 10%. Toronto, Chicago, 10%. Cleveland, St. Louis, 45%. But it dies off as the evening goes. Then Arizona, Oakland, wind blowing out to left field at 14 miles an hour. So you have two, four, six, eight games with potential rain involved. 
all of them look like they should play. But just something to keep in mind, you might have late starts. You might have some interesting situations in general. So keep an eye on the weather. But let's get to the pitchers on this 15-game slate. There are two guys over 10K leading off with Shane Bieber, 10-3, at the St. Louis Cardinals. Biebs has been outstanding this year, coming off a nice 25.6-point performance against the White Sox. He uh, had a couple hiccups there against Minnesota and Seattle, but outside of that, has been a six-inning-plus machine with the strikeouts of seven or, seven or more in pretty much every single start. They get a St. Louis team, watch the weather, as we talked about, but over the last few weeks uh, against right-handed pitching, the Cardinals are striking out about 22% of the time, hitting 234 with an 85 WRC+. plus. Bieber is outstanding. We know that going into it. Really solid option, but I'll be honest, I don't think you need to pay up for the Biebs tonight. I don't think I'll be paying up for the Biebs tonight. Um, if I'm paying up, I'll start with Tyler Glass now at 10000 Still not sure I'm paying here, but I'll take the $300 savings from Bieber to Glass now against the Washington Nationals. Outside of a hiccup at Toronto, which happens, Glasnow has essentially been a 20-plus point to 30-plus point performer start after start after start. Strikeouts have been there, and he gets a Washington Nationals team that you can definitely pick on striking out 23.5% of the time. First right-handed pitching over the last few weeks, hitting 229 with an 81 WRC+. plus. So you can definitely pick on the Nationals with your right-handed pitching, and you can and we're going to do so with the one and only Tyler Glasnow on tonight's outing. So... Keep him in mind as you're looking. But if you want to save some more money, you can go to the next guy down. $200 cheaper than Tyler Glass now is Walker Bueller at $9,800. I said it going into the season, and I've said it on every episode that he's been in the in the rotation, a chance to play on, that they take it slow with him, they work it up with him, so on and so forth. Well, they've been doing that. And uh, over the last four starts, 98, 105, 92, 103. The pitch count is there, and he's getting you 20 or more DK points in um, five of his last six starts or as far back as six of his last eight starts. So the floor is outstanding with Bieber. Six or more innings pitched in every start this year. Um, one earned run or less in all but three starts this year. And the strikeouts have started to show up, and that's been the big key for Bieber. Early on, the strikeouts weren't there. It seemed like he was just getting his innings in and seeing where it goes. But now the strikeouts are arriving, and he goes into Pittsburgh Against a Pirates team, you know you can pick on in a big, big way. They're striking out 22.5% of the time against righties over the last few weeks, hitting 230 with a 121 WRC plus, or no, 121 ISO and an 80 WRC plus. The Pirates can be exposed. We know this, and Walker Bueller is outstanding. He's a $500 savings off of Shane Bieber, 200 off of Glass now. If I have to rank these guys, I got Bueller, Glass now, and Bieber in that order, but by matchup, by price. That's where I go. I think Glass now might have the highest ceiling out of the three in this matchup. Uh, St. Louis just doesn't strike out enough for my life liking. Can anybody do it? Sure, Bieber could. But also, he might get pinch hit for at some point in time. That's something you have to consider in the National League ballpark. He also doesn't face the DH. So he's got pros and cons all over the board. Give me Glass now over Bieber. Give me Bueller and the savings over the rest. If you want, like in cash, I'd go Bueller. If you want the ceiling play, go Glass now in a tournament. That's how I break these two down uh, going between the two. Now, you got Rodon and Ray facing off Toronto, Chicago. I'm just going to pass. I'm not going to be cute. 15-game slate. If it's a smaller slate, I'd you know maybe throw some shekels out there. If you're doing a 20 max, if you're doing the bankroll challenge, yeah, you'll have a little Ray and Rodon. That's how it works. But they're not one of my top targets. I'd rather just get to, to Walker Bueller up top there, or I'll drop down. i got a couple guys in the 8K range. Big fan of on this slate. Chris Bassett, $8,800 at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. This is Bassett coming off a, a rough one at Seattle, which is very rare for Chris Bassett. He's been absolutely outstanding this season. Prior to that, two just phenomenal starts against the Angels, struggling against Minnesota, then dealt against Boston, Toronto, Tampa, Baltimore. 
He has been a machine this season. He's 8,800 bucks at home against an Arizona Diamondbacks offense you can pick on. Striking out nearly 28% of the time over the last few weeks. 216 average, 0.099 ISO, and a 66 WRC+. This Arizona offense is bad, folks. Like, really, really, really bad. So give me some Chris Bassett, 8800 bucks. One of my favorite pitchers. If you're not paying all the way up, zero problem with Bassett. I think he's a great cash game play. He's a great tournament play. Maybe one of the best plays on this slate, period, when it comes to points per dollar accrued. So I'm a big, big fan of Chris Bassett at 8800 Next on my list, you just go down to 8000 Alex Wood at the Texas Rangers. I think Wood's very, very viable. Coming off a rough one against the Angels, he was due for one, guys. He's been absolutely outstanding this season. And I watched that start. He had no command at all. He had no feel for anything. He was struggling just to throw a strike. I don't know if it was less sticky stuff or what it was, but Alex Wood did not have it in that start. I expect a bounce back in Texas against the Texas Rangers. A team striking out 21% of the time versus lefties over the last few weeks with a 222 average, a 102 ISO, and a 70 WRC+. Plus. So they might not, the Rangers might not strike out a lot versus left-handed pitching, but they also don't do much with it. So what did $8,000? Phenomenal play. You compare him with Bassett. You compare him with the glass. Now, Bueller's of the world. Very good situation there for Alex Wood to find a nice bounce-back spot. Um, some nice contrarian plays like uh, Jomo at Minnesota. Minnesota's been scuffling a bit. They still got, you know, see if Cruz plays. Cruz set out on Sunday. Uh, I believe he banged up his knee on Saturday. So keep an eye on that. That would obviously help. There's some other issues with that Minnesota offense. So Jomo at 79 can be a nice tournament look against the Minnesota Twins. Uh, Marco Gonzalez, as great as he looks against Detroit, he threw 50 pitches in his first start back from the DL. They're going to limit him for the time being, they said. So just keep an eye on that. If they unleash him, we missed out. But it is a great matchup. Detroit is hitting better, though. So you got to think about that as well. Marco would normally be a nice play at 76. I'm going to pass, though, just because all things considered. A lot of people are going to want Andrew Heaney at 71 at home against the Royals. If you want to go there, I get it. I always get Andrew Heaney wrong. I like the Royals tonight, but I could see some Andrew Heaney. It's like if you're doing the 20 max or something, I kind of want a little bit of both because I literally it's 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 boomer bust for Heaney. But the, the Royals are striking out over 25% of the time the last um, – couple weeks hitting 263 with a 188 ISO and a 103 WRC plus. So they're, they're swinging well versus lefties, but they also strike out a lot. So Heaney, it is just one of those weird, weird situations. And there's not a lot of ton of value on this slate. Like after wood, it's really like grasping at straws for me here uh, that I, uh, until I see lineups, I'm really not running to play guys like Chris Bubik at 63. He, he catches my eye. You know, he wasn't great against Minnesota's last time out, but the, first, the start before that against Minnesota, outstanding struggle against Detroit. Milwaukee and at Detroit dealt. So he's a $6,300 pitcher. He's volatile. That's what you're going to get. But the upside is really, really big with Bubik. But he's also been very lucky with the Babip gods. And they kind of regressed a little bit the last time out. So that's one thing to keep in mind if you're using Bubik. But you do have a Los Angeles Angels team striking out almost 27% of the time versus left-handed pitching. 228 average, 187 ISO, 94 WRC+. plus. So they strike out a ton and they hit for a lot of power but nothing else. That's what you're getting with the Angels right now. So, you know, you got Bubik at, at 6,300. Makes for a nice value. Definitely something to keep in mind. But that's that's where I'm looking at the pitching. There's going to be tons of value bats on a 15-game slate. So you got the Bieber, Glasnow, Bueller. Remember, I got it. Bueller, Glasnow, Bieber. Bueller, more the cash game play. Glasnow, more the ceiling tournament play. But I like them both a lot. Um, Rodon and Ray are intriguing tournament plays. I'm just going to pass. But if I had to pick one of the two, I would take Ray over Rodon just because of the matchups in general. 
Love Chris Bass at 88, one of my favorite plays. Pablo Lopez, didn't mention him. He's 87. He's kind of an interesting play, probably more cash than tournament. I don't see the ceiling with Pablo, but at home, I guess the Colorado Rockies, 8700 bucks. Definitely a guy that you can build around in a cash game. Um, I love Bassett more, but I could see the, the love for Pablo in a turn in, in, a, in a cash game setup. Alex Wood at eight thousand, a really really solid play, nice bounce back spot against Texas. And they got Jomo at seventy nine and Bubik at sixty three. Is kind of where I'd be looking at the rest of the pitching on this slate. All right, bats fifteen game slate catcher's position. Now I know last week I did I did a couple slates game by game. I usually always do position by position. Guys, give me some feedback. Let me know what you like. Um, on Twitter, Slack chat, rate and review the podcast. And let me know on that. Let me know which method you like the most. Cause I'm here for you guys. So I can do either one, but today we'll go positions on a 15 game slate. You got uh Sal Perez at 5k. If you're paying up, he's a great payup spot. Obviously he's been just absolutely crushing things. Five homers over his last 10 games, double digit point machine. He's really solid. And so is Buster Posey at 49 versus Jordan Lyles. The giants is a stat guy. I like a ton. They should be popular. You'd hope they'd be popular, but you never know. So Posey at 49. I like, I don't mind JTR at 47 versus Smiley. Watch the weather in that one. Uh, he did go deep over the weekend, but I kind of like Posey a little more than JTR on Tuesday, but both very, very good plays. Now, if you want to save some cash, Sean Murphy at home against Duplantier of the D-backs, 4200 bucks, and you get a bad D-backs bullpen afterwards, and Murphy is heating up. The uh, quality of contact numbers are through the roof as normal with Sean Murphy, so 4200 bucks, really good price point for him. Uh, going down, though, like Mike Zunino, always a tournament play versus the lefty. He gets John Lester. He's 3900 bucks tournament only because he might strike out four times, but uh, it does come into play at 3900 Tucker Barnhart at 34 Don't mind him against Hauser, and his teammate Tyler Stevens is 33 Stevens has been hitting the middle of the order. He's playing first base with Joey Votto out. So you have Stevenson and Barnett, both for Cincinnati. Uh, Stevenson's $100 cheaper and probably a better spot in the order, but both very, very live in their situations. You could look to Jorge Alfaro at 33, picked up a stolen base on Monday. That was pretty impressive. Uh, but other than that, like Martin Maldonado versus Martin Perez at 27. I like Vic Caratini. If you're, he's one of my favorite values on this one. Caratini at 27 versus Zach Davies stands out in a big way. So does Max Stasi versus Bubik. If you're not using Bubik, uh, Max Stasi does uh, look good. And so does Pedro Severino at 25 versus David Peterson or Daniel Peterson. If you're looking for some uh, savings on those ones, and there's always Eric Cost. I didn't mention him, but Eric Cost. We talk about him in the Slack chat. I write about him all the time. Like, the dude's a freaking monster. So he's always a tournament play in these nice matchups that Detroit has, again, on a Tuesday. First pace position, you got Vladito against Rodon. He's, he's always going to play at 59 if you so choose. But Pete Alonso's slowly getting going since he's come back from the IL. He's 5,800 versus Bruce Zimmerman. Uh, if you're paying up, it's not the worst pay-up spot. I'm not sure I'm running to play there, but you could. Trey Boo Boo at 54 versus Peterson. I'm going to be back on Baltimore. I've been playing them a ton lately. No point in starting to stop the night against Peterson. Uh, going down farther, though, Matt Olson at 52. He's crushing baseballs. It was a lot nicer when he was a lot cheaper than this, but uh, his Coors pricing stuck with him, and uh, we have to just deal with it. He's hitting 343 over his last 10 games. He's 5200 bucks for Duplantier. He's more of a, 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 a tournament stack than a one-off play. I will say that much. Reese Hoskins, Philadelphia versus Drew Smiley. Again, big fan. Mentioned that with JTR. Reese Hoskins at 47. I'll jump on board with that against Drew Smiley. Um, Eric Hosmer at 46 versus Davies. If you're stacking San Diego, I like that quite a bit. If you want a tournament play, Miami's swinging it pretty well over the weekend in Pittsburgh. Uh, they get Sensatella. It's at home, though, which kind of stinks, but you get Sensatella who you can't hit. Aguilar was on fire over the weekend. Um, he's got three home runs over his last 10 games, two in his last three games. 
He's someone to keep in mind at 4,500 that you can build around at a nice cheap price tag. Uh, Yuli Gurriel loves hitting lefties. One of my uh, favorite, I guess, not pay-up spots at first base is Yuli Gurriel. Loves hitting lefties. Martin Perez has been very good, but Yuli loves hitting lefties. He's got 10 or more points and three out of four. He's got nine or more in four straight games. Really swinging a hot bat right now. Multi-hit games in three of his last four. Having a strong season hitting 325. So Yuli versus Perez at 44 uh, is, is a nice play because we love Yuli versus the lefties. Jonathan Scope, Fuego. Straight Fuego. He's 4,200 bucks, hitting 405 over his last inning. He's six home runs, nine total extra base hits. Um, crushing baseball. So he's 4,200 bucks versus Mark Gonzalez and the Seattle bullpen. He's first base, second base eligible. So you're going to want to get some scope in your life, depending on how many lineups you're building uh, this evening. Ryan Mountcastle, another guy that's just straight on fire, wrote about him in the uh, outfield waiver wire piece this week. But uh, Mountcastle, 3,600 versus Peterson. He's first base outfield eligible. So he is in play for you as well. Mentioned Tyler Stevenson, he's catcher first base. Uh, the same thoughts with Aguilar if you're stacking Miami. I'm not saying it's a stack, but there's intrigue there. Like, if you want to be super contrarian, I could see some Miami action ever since Tella. I just wish it was in a different ballpark. But Garrett Cooper, first base outfield at 33, brings a little upside there. Uh, Lamonte Wade Jr., he's 3,300. It was so nice when he was like 2K for us. He's first base outfield eligible. Giants, I, I mentioned it with Posey. I love the Giants tonight against Lyles. Belt might be back. But if not, you got Wade at thirty three hundred bucks, probably leading off at first base versus the lefty in uh, or the righty in Lyles. Ty France, he's thirty two versus Boyd. Not a bad look for you in that one. A uh, few others if you need to save some cash. Oh, the ultimate cash play. First, you get Mitch Moreland at twenty seven. He'll be back DHing. Couldn't do that in Colorado. He'll be back DHing at twenty seven versus Duplantier. So that's a nice discount um, with Mitch Moreland. But if you just want a super punt. You know we love fading Carlos Martinez on this show. You know we love it. Well, our boy, he's going to be our boy now, Bobby Bradley. The dude is five for five, or no, he's four for five since getting called up with two doubles and a home run. He's $2,000 left-handed first baseman for the Cleveland Indians versus Carlos Martinez. So Bobby Bradley, super punt GPP play against Carlos Martinez. Don't hate that one at all. Mentioned there'd be value at, at the bats, folks. That's why you can pay up for pitching. Bobby Bradley, $2,000. Second base position, you got Marcus Simeon. He's always cash viable. Not as strong as usual with Rodon, I'll be honest, but still a good spot there for Simeon at all times. I'd rather have Altuve at 52 versus Perez or Whit Merrifield at 51 versus Heaney. Both elite plays at their position tonight. Uh, Jazz Chisholm at 49, very, very intriguing. Had a rough, rough Monday in Boston. Gets to come home and gets a better matchup for Sensatella. Uh, if you're stacking Cleveland versus Carmart, always in play. Cesar Hernandez is only $4,800, so not hating that one at all. Um, Jake Cronenworth only 43 versus Davies. Big fan of that one uh, if you're saving some cash. If you want to fade Aaron Noah, who's had a little ups and downs of late, Ozzy Albies is only 4100 bucks. That's a nice little savings. I didn't mention Freddie Freeman. Like If you're stacking Atlanta versus Noah, if you're going super contrarian, then, yeah, still use Freeman, but... Freeman was expensive. If you're going kind of like one-offs, Albies at 41. He's been hitting fourth or fifth in that lineup. That's got some sweet value to it. So there's a difference between the two. That's why I didn't – I'm not stacking Atlanta personally at this point in time. So that's why I didn't mention Freddie Freeman. But Ozzy Albies at 41. It, it does ring at least a one-off type tournament type bell uh, for me. If you're not using uh, Alex Wood, Nick Solak's cooled down a bit, but he's 36. At 35, though, if you want to save it at uh, second base, Jonathan India, he is really stroking. They put him at the leadoff position over the last few games, crushing baseballs. He's got 
multi-hit games in three of his last four. He's homered in two of his last three. He's put up ten or more points in. Uh, he's put up nine or more points in five straight games. So he's thirty five hundred bucks. Really nice value. Love the Reds versus Adrian Hauser in Great American Small Park. Usually you want lefties versus Hauser. You can stack it up with a thirty five hundred dollar Jonathan India leading off for the Reds. That looks very nice to me. We'll get to the main attraction. We'll get to the outfield because he's still too cheap on this slate. But uh, we'll get to that man shortly. But India like him quite a bit. Uh, you know, a few others at second base. You know, Brendan Rodgers always intriguing. It is Pablo Lopez. I respect that, but he's very cheap. Uh, Nick Gordon, if he cracks the lineup, he's an okay play. Jose Rojas for the Angels, if you need a super punt at 2,800. Rudin Odor is a good tournament play, 27 versus Pineda. Pineda coming back from the IL. Uh, the Yankees can be some nice action for you there. And Odor would be a nice value in that situation. Other than that, there's not a ton that comes out. At, like uh, Christian Arroyo at 2K, if you want a super punt versus Fran Valdez. I'm not looking to attack Fran Valdez. But Arroyo at 2K would be a decent tournament option. Uh, third base, you got Bregman versus the lefty Perez. Love it, love it, love it. Everyone loves Perez. Perez has been great. He's making a pitch mix change. It's been great. Houston is swinging hot bats, and they have guys that love hitting lefties. So I'm probably going to fall deaf to that trap and have some Houston action. Bregman at 56, I like quite a bit. Um, you could go Yohan Moncada in a tournament if you want, but Jose Ramirez at 51 versus Carmart. I'd rather do that. In his situation there, Jonathan Don. <laughs> Josh Donaldson versus the lefty Jomo at 48. Uh, also checks the boxes for us. Uh, Anthony Rendon versus the lefty Bubik at 44. Not a bad play, but I'd rather have Adrian or Eugenio Suarez at 4,200 bucks versus Adrian Hauser. Nice piece of the Reds action there. Manny Machado is only 4,100 versus Zach Davies. That's way too cheap. Way too cheap for Manny Machado. So don't forget about that at 41. Patrick Wisdom is also there at 4K versus Lamette. I honestly like Machado better than Wisdom in that matchup. But um, both nice little values in pretty decent situations because Lamette won't be long for the ballgame. Yeah, Gio, your shell is only 3,600 hit in the middle of that Yankees order versus Pineda. That's not too shabby as well. Uh, Luis Uriah is probably playing second base for the Brewers with Colton Wong out. He's second base, third base eligible. He's 3,200 versus uh, Sonny Gray. Not a bad discount for a guy that's got some nice pop in his bat right now. Hunter Dozier, 3100 bucks versus Heaney. Good for a tournament play. And then other than that, maybe Travis Shaw punt if you need it. I'd rather not use Travis Shaw punts. I'd rather not need a Travis Shaw punt. But that's about it at the third base position. Short stop position. You got Tatis Jr. Uh, always in play. He is 5800 versus Zach Davies. Uh, Xander Bogarts versus Framber at 54. Sure, I'd rather probably pay up for... Tatis, or um, you can run on glass now if you can get on base. So Trey Turner at 55 is interesting. You just got to get on base. But if you can get on base, you can run on glass now. So Turner at 55 could be a nice play, uh, a nice tournament play, because not many are going to A, attack glass now, and B, have the upside a guy like Turner has against glass now, because he doesn't have to go deep to succeed. He can literally walk, steal a bag or two, score a run, Yahtzee. So Trey Turner at 55 is is quite intriguing, actually, in this one. Mentioned Jazz Chisholm at 49. But Carlos Correa is only 48 versus Perez. Really, really strong play there. Francisco Lindor might be an extreme value because the price still hasn't really caught up. He's starting to hit the baseball, folks. Mentioned it last week. Starting to get it done. He's 4600 bucks. He's at home. or He's on the road against Baltimore. Good matchup versus Bruce Zimmerman. Before the 0 on Sunday, he had multi-hit games in three of his last four. He had 12 or more DK points in three of his last five. He had nine or more in four of his last five. Before that over on Sunday, he was starting to slowly heat up. Offers will happen. See how he bounces back on Tuesday. But he's only 4600 bucks and a good matchup versus Bruce Zimmerman. So keep an eye on uh, some Francisco Lindor. 
Below Frankie, though, you could go um, Joey Wendell, but I prefer Glaber Torres at 41. Glaber is really swinging it well, hitting 300 over his last 10 games. The home runs still aren't there yet, but, you know, he's got 12 or more points in three of his last five games, 17 or more in the back last two games. He's hitting the ball really, really well right now, really improving on things. So Glaber at 41 is a nice value. Brandon Crawford at 38, an outstanding play. Left-handed bat versus Jordan Lyles. Like that a lot. You could go to Gavin Lux at 37. I'd probably rather go to B-Craw, but Lux is just fine. Uh, Med Rosario, we like him more versus lefties than righties, but it's Carmart, so 34 if you're stacking him up. That's uh, definitely in play. I mentioned Brandon Rogers earlier. Um, other than that, like he got Tanner Walls at, at 2,900 if you need to go there. He could be a cheapie with Tampa Bay. Otherwise, it's pretty much uh, paying up the rest of the way at shortstop. Outfield, there's going to be tons and tons of outfield. That's just common sense here. You got Acuna Jr.'s play versus anybody. Medals versus the lefty Lester. I don't care. He is hitting everything. So he's in play for you. We've got Rosarena at 55 versus Lester. That's quite intriguing uh, in his matchup there. Christian Yellick, he's he's so still, I wouldn't say getting it going yet, but he looks a lot better. Let's put it that way. So he's got that tournament upside at 50, um, 5,200. Uh, yeah, he's 5,000. I wouldn't use him in cash. Not a chance, but definitely if you're stacking against Sonny Gray or you want a one-off in, in that matchup, there is appeal to Christian Yellick at five thousand dollars. Not gonna, not to gonna deny that one bit. Uh, going below five K though, you got bets at only forty nine. is a really good price tag, but I prefer Starling Marte at forty nine hundred dollars. A dude, multiple hits on Monday, home runs, stealing bags, doing it all. The dude's a monster. Even his singles are hit so freaking hard. His home run to left center field at Fenway was an absolute bomb. He's forty nine hundred bucks for Cincinnati. A really good price point there. Uh, Drew Drew Smiley gets Bryce Harper tonight. I'll take Bryce Harper at forty eight hundred bucks. Yep, check that box. I don't care if it's lefty lefty. Juan Soto, a nice tournament play versus Glass. Now, not the worst thing in the world there. Um, yeah, belly bombs at forty seven. But I kind of hinted at it earlier. I love the Cincinnati stack versus Adrian Hauser. Jesse Winker went deep three times on Sunday. Triple dong on Sunday. He's still forty six hundred bucks versus Hauser in Great American Small Park today. Sometimes DraftKings just doesn't get it, folks. Just doesn't get it. And I'll have way too much Jesse Winker. And if he goes doesn't go off, so be it. But uh, he's got at least double digit points in him again tonight against Adrian Hauser. That's just too good of a matchup. Yeah, Castellanos at forty five. If you're stacking up the Reds, he is definitely a part of that stack. Um, Adelise Garcia's up to forty five hundred. If you're attacking Wood, not horrible, but I'd rather have the Casti and the Winkers at that price point. Uh, Gritchick at 43, some nice value versus Rodon, but uh, Andrew McCutcheon, 4,300 bucks versus Drew Smiley. Kutch is really swinging a hit in 294 over his last 10 games, averaging almost 10 points per game over his last 10 games. Uh, really, really hitting it well. He's hit safely in six straight games, multiple hit games in three of his last four games, double digit DK points in three of his last four games. So the Kutch at 4,300 bucks, really nice spot leading off against Smiley, a part of your Philadelphia Phillies stacks. Mark Connor at 43. Always has uh, some cash game appeal with tournament upside in the stack. You got C. Dick at 42 versus Sensatella, only if you're stacking Miami. Don't use him as a one-off. Um, Ian Happ, 4100 bucks. He's in play if you're stacking the Cubs. I, I definitely can see that. He had three hits on Sunday. Um, haven't seen what he's done yet on Monday night, but he could be an intriguing option for you there. Uh, a few other ones to uh, to take a peek at. You got Cedric Mullins at 4K versus Peterson. Don't worry about the lefty-lefty. He's doing just fine with that. Alex Dickerson at 4K versus Lyles. Nice piece of a giant stack. Really nice piece. We want those lefties in that matchup. I mentioned Eric Haas at catcher. He's 39 versus Marco Gonzalez. But Justin Upton at 39 leading off for the Angels versus Bubik. Definitely in play for you there. 
Andrew Vaughn would love him versus lefties. It is Robbie Ray who's pretty good, so keep that in mind. But you could go with Andrew Vaughn in a tournament. Same with Hunter Renfro. It's Framber Valdez, but in a tournament, Vaughn and Renfro are interesting. I'd probably rather have Renfro than Vaughn, to be honest. But both are both are interesting players in a tournament. Probably not using much of them, though, myself. I'd rather have Ryan Mountcastle at 36. like that quite a bit. Benintendi is in part of your Royal Stacks versus Heaney. Uh, Eddie Rosario at 35. Very streaky, but slowly getting it going. Nice play versus Carmart. I uh, got Schwarber in a tournament versus Glass. Now, if you're hoping for that home run call, uh, Garrett Cooper at 33. Mentioned him earlier. Santander switch hitting versus Peterson's only 3,300. Mentioned Lamonte Wade Jr. at 33. Uh, Alex Verdugo can hit lefties. Again, I'm not looking to attack um, Framber, but Verdugo's still super, super cheap. I do like Manny Margot quite a bit at 3,100 versus Lester. He usually leads off or hits fourth versus lefties. Still, either way, great spot in the order. So you got Margot at 31, like that quite a bit. Mentioned Dozier at 31. I'd rather have Margot in that matchup. If you're fading Bueller, Brian Reynolds only $3,000. Nice little tournament one-off. At the same time, you get Steven Duggar at 3K versus Lyles. Check, please. Love me some Dugs at 3K. Really good price point there in that matchup. Below the 3K, you got Talkman at 29. If you need to go there, I don't think you'll need to, but he's in play. Jorge Soler's $2,800. He went deep on Monday. Another nice value there versus Heaney. Um, Harold Ramirez against Carmart's only twenty seven hundred bucks. That is stupid cheap. Dude's hitting three forty four over his last ten. I talked about him a lot recently. I've written about him a lot recently. Uh, he's hit safely in five straight games, multiple games in two of the five. He has twelve or more DK points in three of the five. He has five or more in every game, and he's twenty seven hundred bucks versus Carmart. He hits cleanup for Cleveland. Um, yeah, that's that's a heck of a play at that price point at twenty seven hundred bucks. So um, again, DK falling asleep on that one. It is Carlos Martinez. Of 2021, not Carlos Martinez, of like 2015. Different guy. Uh, a few others here. You could go Kyle Garlic leading off for Minnesota against the lefty Montgomery at 27. If you're looking for that tournament value with Garlic, I'd rather have um, Harold uh, Ramirez in cash compared to Garlic in tournaments. So something to think about in those two. And then other than that, like Gregory Polanco, probably not doing that that dance tonight. But Edward Olivares, if he cracks Kansas City's lineup, he's 25 versus Heaney, Jackie Bradley Jr.'s 24 versus Gray. If you're looking for some GPP-type uh, one-off situations here. So check the lineups, see what comes out. Join us in the Fantasy DJ Slack chat. It is free. We'll take care of you and all the good stuff there. Recapping your pitching real quick on this slate. you got the Biebs, Glassdown, and Bueller up top. I love Bueller overall, especially in cash. Glassdown has, has the higher ceiling, so if you have to go there, you can. But give me Bueller and Glassdown in those orders. Bieber's a great play, but I'll take the savings and potentially some nicer matchups as well. Chris Bassett's probably my favorite pitcher price per dollar situation here, 8800 bucks, a points per dollar, I should say. Pablo Lopez at 87, nice cash game look. Doesn't really have the ceiling I want in tournaments. Nice cash game play. Um, you have Alex Wood at 8000 outstanding value, I think. I think it's a really good bounce-back spot versus Texas. You got Jomo at 7900 bucks, and then Bubik as well. Maybe some other values will stand out if we get some nice uh, discounts coming our way. Last but not least, when you're looking at stacks, you can always go Dodgers if you want. Not one of my top stacks. Love Philadelphia versus Drew Smiley. Love Baltimore versus David Peterson. Two big fans there. Cincinnati versus Adrian Hauser is one of my favorite stacks of the entire slate. Uh, you could go to Miami if you want, but those other ones I like a little more. Houston versus Boston is intriguing. Um, you go farther down here. Love the Giants versus Texas. Like, like the Reds and the Giants are my two favorite stacks right now. That's where I'm kind of sitting on things. Um you could go New York versus Pineda if the, you, that tickles your fancy. Cleveland versus St. Louis is a nice sneakier one. 
Cleveland's offense is just so bad, but we're going to keep keep targeting Carmart. Royals versus Heaney as well. Um, Oakland versus Duplantier is a nice nightcap. But right now it's Giants and Reds for me as my main targets. And you can sprinkle in some other goodies throughout the slate. But that'll wrap us up. 30 minutes, just over 30 minutes, 15 games, massive slate. Again, hit me up on Twitter at BDentric if you have any questions. Join the free fantasy DJ in Slack chat. We have the always pressing PGA DFS podcast, previewing the Palmetto Championship has dropped. Check out my Twitter for that. Uh, you also have Ben's with Bubba coming up twice this week, Vlad Settler and uh, MLB Moving Averages, Big John Stud. So two good shows coming your way there. Uh, written content at rotobar.com, free Tuesday DraftKings article. Monday, Wednesday, Friday is premium, so use promo code Bubba to get a discount on the rest of the MLB season, season long and DFS, all in one package. But with that being said, good luck on this Tuesday. I'll be back with you guys on a Wednesday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, June 8th edition. I'm out. Mm-hmm.